What is going on? Welcome back to the Matt Graham Podcast. Today we are talking about seven money tips for young people. Now, this podcast is not how to become a millionaire. It's not how to become a billionaire. It's not how to start an online business. This is practical financial tips from somebody who has not followed these financial financial tips and made mistakes and lost money because I did not follow these financial tips, okay? If you are, this might apply to a lot of people, but I'm assuming that a lot of the people listening to this are young and these are going to be financial tips that you largely are probably not going to like uh, just because we live in a world of instant gratification and everyone wants to be a millionaire by Saturday. Um, but that's not realistic. You're not going to be a millionaire overnight. Very few people ever have done that. And uh, the reality is you're going to have to work hard and be patient and show up every single day and be consistent. And by the way, I'm not rich, right? This I, this financial information is just based off a lot of the mistakes that I've made. And I wish that I had followed this information uh, when I was 18, 19, 20, 21, uh, because I'd have a lot more money than I do right now, or at least I would, I would have lost a lot less money than I did lose. And so we're going to dive right into it. The first one is to stop trying to make a quick buck. I see a lot of these 17, 18, 19 year olds that are out here just trying to make any money that they can, which is not inherently a bad thing, right? It's not a bad thing to want to try to make money. There, there's a lot of people who are who, who villainize making money as if it's some sort of some sort of evil thing to do. It's like, no, like we need money in order to function in reality. Money makes the world go around. Like, let's be realistic. You need money in order to do things. And money itself is not good or bad, right? Just because there are people with a lot of money that do bad things doesn't mean that there aren't good people with a lot of money that do great things. I know people that have an ungodly amount of money whose net worth is far exceeds you and I's net worth, right? And they do amazing things with their money. They create jobs for people. They give to people who need it. They they do amazing things. They make good happen in the world with the finances that they have accumulated. So it's not all just evil tyrants up in an ivory tower, you know, making everyone's world world worse and everyone's lives miserable. There are people who have a lot of money that do really good things. And so power, money like power is amoral. It is not good or bad. You can use it to do good things. You can use it to do bad things. And so pursuing money is not a bad thing. Um, but you can become obsessed with money, right? You can become obsessed obsessed with money where it is your North Star. And I think this is a lot of the problem for a lot of young guys especially. And it's kind of in our nature to want to be able to provide for our family. Like even though you don't have a family, you're not thinking about having a family, the reason you aspire for things, the reason you aspire for material success is because it is wired within you to uh, be able to provide for a family. So um, that's like a very intrinsic thing. So wanting to make a lot of money is not a bad thing. It is totally normal. And you should want to make a lot of money because you can do a lot of really good things with money. Um, but stop trying to make a quick buck, right? Stop, stop sacrificing, trying to stop trying to skip the process in order to make a relatively small amount of money, 
right? I see these guys and they all ask me the same questions. What online business should I start? What, what things should I invest in? What crypto should I invest in? What do you think of stock trading? What do you think of day trading? And ultimately, this is what I think. I think that all of those things are you just grasping at straws. I think you are trying to find the next big thing, the next big crypto wave, the next the next thing that you can jump on to make an extra $2,000 or whatever. And ultimately, that's not going to get you where you want to go. It's going to be a losing battle because a couple thousand dollars is not a lot of money, especially in today's day and age. Even $10,000 is not that much money. Um, if you make $10,000 and then you don't make any other money, like you're broke. You're, you're, you're broke. If you're not making, you know, less than, or if you're not making more than like $50,000 a year in today's day and age, you are, you are functionally broke. Um, so with that being said, stop trying to stop wasting time trying to make a couple thousand dollars. It's not going to work. Why don't you come up with a plan that's going to create a skill set that's going to make you a lot of money in the long term? Stop thinking in the short term. Stop thinking, how much money can I make in the next two weeks if I do this thing, right? Because what a lot of these guys do, and I've done it before, right? Again, these these financial tips are largely based off mistakes that I've made. So when I say, you know, don't try to make a quick buck, this is coming from somebody that has tried to make a quick buck on many different occasions. I have started the drop shipping thing. I have started, you know, an e, a, a Shopify store. I have tried to start an agency. I have tried to start this business, that business, every other business. I've done that. Me, all of them. I just did it a lot earlier than a lot of you. And so stop trying to make a quick buck because what happens is when you make that quick buck, when you make that $5,000, $10,000, that's cool, right? You have $10,000, you have $5,000, but that's it. That's all you have. You don't have any skills. You don't have a network. You don't have experience. You don't have any of the things that are actually valuable. So acquiring dollars is much less valuable than acquiring skills, experience, and a network. Those three things will make you so much more money than just money itself. Okay. So let's focus on those three things. That is basically going to be the the talking points of this, of this podcast. How can you acquire skills? So this is point number two, learn skills that solve a real problem. You should be able to point to the problem that you solve with the skill that you possess. Because when you are able to show, when you are able to provide a solution to a problem, money appears. Okay. Here's some perfect examples. I don't know how to fix my toilets running. I don't know how to fix my toilet. Okay. I know how to fix a toilet. That's a skill. You've solved the problem. Plumber. Okay. Money appears. Plumbers get paid a lot of money. Um, my internet went out. I don't know what to do. I can't fix it. Well, I know what to do because I acquired the skill of internet troubleshooting or whatever, right? You get paid, you can make money doing that. I don't know how to make a video to advertise my business. I know how to make a video to advertise your business. You're solving a problem. Okay. What problem does investing in cryptocurrency solve? It solves your problem of being broke. Maybe, maybe not. 
It doesn't solve. It's not. It's not solving any problem. It's not providing any value to people, right? And therefore, nobody's going to pay you for that skill. You might make a little bit of money, but it's going to be dwarfed by the amount of money you could make if you spent all the time that you spent learning about day trading, watching all these videos about day trading when you could have learned about sales. You know how many companies are like, I don't know how to sell my product. Well, you could take, you could spend a week learning how to sell, gather your friends together, practice selling to each other, and then go find companies that suck at sales and then work for those companies selling their thing, making a commission as much literally an unlimited amount of money because you acquired a skill versus I'm going to take this $100 that my grandmother gave me for Christmas and I'm going to invest it in in Dogecoin and make $5 back on my $100. I'm going to be I'm going to be escaping the matrix in no time. It's not real. Acquire a real skill that solves a problem. And by the way, the more complicated the problem you solve, the more valuable your skill. Okay. So if your problem is, let's say, hanging a picture frame, that's a pretty easy problem to solve. Most people can figure out how to do that. Somebody, let's say an old person who can't get out of their chair might pay you to do that job, but most everyone else can figure out how to hang a picture frame themselves. So they're not going to help you solve that. Or, or, or they're not going to pay you to solve that problem. However, if you have the, I'm working on extremes here, right? If you are able to solve, if you're able to cure cancer, well, that's a very good, that's a very complicated problem that nobody else has figured out how to solve. And so you could basically name your price at that point. You could sit, you could doesn't matter. You could charge $10,000. You could charge $100 million. I got the cure. It solves a problem for a lot of people. It is an extremely complicated problem. Pay me. That sounds, when you put it like that, when it comes to the cure for cancer, you should probably give the cure for cancer away for free, by the way. But it's the overarching point here. It's not, it's not, when, when you solve a more complicated problem, you get paid more money, right? The the brain surgeon gets paid more money than the trash guy because all the trash guy does is move trash from the street to the truck, okay? Versus the brain surgeon who has to go to school and learn how to do all the stuff and, you know, much more complicated situation. That's why they make more money. So if you want more money, if you want a more valuable skill, find a more complicated problem and learn how to solve it. But start small, in my opinion. If you're a young person, just start very small with the problem that you're solving, right? Let's say it's mowing lawns, okay? People have lawns that need to get mowed. I'm willing to mow them for you, and I'll do it for cheap, right? You can compete, you can compete in all different ways, right? But um, very simple problem, not hard to solve, but it gets you going. It gets you understanding the process. So just figure out a skill that you want to develop. And everyone's going to ask me, what skill should I develop? Because I've talked about this on numerous occasions and everyone asked me the same follow-up question. What skill should I develop? Whichever one is going to solve people's problems, period. Whichever one's going to actually fix the problem. Okay. And I would scratch your own itch, right? If there's a problem that you have and you want to figure out how to solve it, 
solve it for yourself and then help other people solve it. That's a way you can do that. So for me, I don't make money off of, off of the, uh, content stuff that I do, but like, this is just an example, right? I figured out how to sort of transform myself mentally, physically and whatever. So now I help other people solve it. I don't charge money for it. Cause I don't want to, I don't want to do that. Um, but I could, I could right? skills. Okay. I've talked enough about that. Learn a skill that solves a real problem. Doesn't matter what it is. Just it's better if you enjoy solving the problem, right? What skill should I develop? I don't know. Is there a problem you're passionate about? Do you hate the fact that people are unable to fix their toilets? And then you should become a plumber, right? Do you, do you want to make an unlimited amount of money? Go be a salesman. Like whatever, whatever works. I think that if you want the best bang for your buck and you want the most, you, the most applicable skill to all situations, then I would probably learn sales. It's probably the most important thing to learn because businesses don't function without sales. And it's also an important skill to learn um, interper- inter- interpersonally because you have to sell yourself, right? And so you have to understand how that sort of works. Um, so sales is a very good skill to learn. Uh, and that's just my opinion, but doesn't matter the skill, learn a skill, stop trying to trade crypto, learn a skill. Okay. Perform those skills for free at first without being asked to and expect nothing in return. Okay. So everyone who you've learned a skill, all right, you want to make money. Well, you're not going to be able to make money yet. Why? Because nobody believes that you can do what you do. Nobody believes that you can actually solve their problem. So you need proof that you can solve their problem. And the way you go about doing this is finding somebody who has the problem that you solve and doing it for free and saying, hey, can you create a testimonial or can I do a before and after of your thing, right? Let's say you're a fitness trainer, right? People don't believe that you can make them lose 100 pounds. Well, okay, help someone lose 100 pounds for free and then do a before and after and a testimonial. Now you have proof. Now you have proof that you actually do what you do and you do it damn well. And so then after the fact, you can start charging money for it. This is what I did um, with basically, basically everything I've ever done, by the way. So like when I was in, uh, when I was graduating high school, I got a job uh, as a fitness trainer, a boxing trainer at a fitness franchise called Title Boxing Club. Okay, you can look it up, Title Boxing Club. You might have a location near you. This is a free advertisement for Title Boxing Club. Um, And I saw an opportunity for social media. I, I looked in and I was like, all right, well, I know how to do camera stuff because I've just been playing with cameras as a hobby ever since I was 12, you know, making YouTube videos and whatnot. You guys have probably seen the reel that I posted that did, that went kind of viral. Um, And so what I did, I didn't ask for a social media manager job. The role didn't exist, right? They didn't, they weren't paying somebody to do social media, but I saw an opportunity. I was like, I can make this better. So I'm going to make it better. I'm going to do the work for free. I'm going to give them content. I'm going to take pictures, film videos, give them content to post and provide the value that way so that they can see the difference in the response. They can see the difference in the engagement. They can see the difference in the views and the, and the followers. They can see, they can see things moving in the direction that they want them to. 
and they haven't even paid me. Now the le- now I have the leverage, right? Because they're seeing something that benefits their business, that solves their problem in a much better way. And I now have the leverage because I'm the guy that did it and they're not paying me anything. So now I can be like, okay, well, do you want me to do that more? Okay, well, this is what I would like to do that. Now I have leverage. I've proven that I can solve the problem. I solved it for free. And then they came back. Can we get some more of that? And I, and, and that kind of, that's kind of how, how it goes. Um, and, and I've done that with basically everything else. You know, when I, when I started a photography, photography and videography business right after, uh, that, so I did that job full time for like a year or two. I don't remember exactly, but, um, and then I, I went full time, uh, doing photography and videography And the way that I started out doing that was I would just take pictures of people's families, people's dogs, whatever for free. And then I would have them share it on their social media. And so that would basically be a testimonial to prove that, Hey, I can get photos of your dog that you might like. Um, I can get uh, videos uh, for your business that you might like, right. That might solve a problem for you. It just gets sharing it's marketing, right? And so people see that. And now when they refer somebody to me, I can now say, okay, it'll be a hundred dollars an hour or whatever I charged at the time. Right. Um, so do the thing for free and then have social proof that you're able to solve the problem and then continue solving the problem. But this time do it for money instead. And I'm not going to tell you, and it varies in the skill, it varies in the problem you're solving, it varies like in terms of price and what you charge. And like, that's something you have to figure out. I'm just laying out the framework of like how you go from, I don't know anything and I have no money to, I know how to do stuff and I can charge money for it. Okay. So in in terms of learning a skill and doing it for free, use the internet. The, 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 and this is kind of a tangent. I should have probably mentioned this in the beginning, but there are so many influencers out there that sell courses for shit. There are so many influencers out there that say, oh, I can teach you how to do the thing that you want to do. Um, I'm just telling you right now, the information's out there for free. I can promise you that. That's why I don't sell a course. I don't have a coaching program for the stuff that I know how to do not interested. Why? Because I didn't pay for it myself. I didn't, when it comes to video, like you see everyone, everyone comments on the lighting and how my picture looks, right? Like this picture. And if you're not, if you're watching, if you're listening on audio, you have no idea what I'm talking about. But if you're on YouTube, you can see that the video looks very good, right? It's well lit, uh, nice color grading, everything. People ask me about that all the time. I didn't buy a course for it. I didn't take a class for it. I didn't go to school for it. I went on the fucking internet. I used Google and I, and I figured it out and you can do the same. That's why I don't charge for a course. That's why I don't have coaching programs or any bullshit that I'm charging you thousand dollars for. I could because the, the information's worth that much. However, I didn't pay for it. So you shouldn't pay for it. Go out in the world use the internet, use your phone, get the information. It is out there. And by the way, and I keep going on tangents. I'm so sorry about this, but 
don't try to learn everything at once. Don't try to learn everything about a skill at once. Don't try to become a master of color grading when you haven't even filmed a video, right? Don't try to, don't try to master motion graphics when you've never even opened up Adobe Premiere. A lot of you have no idea what I'm talking about. This is like video jargon, right? I'll try to think of another example, but never mind. Forget it. You get my point. Learn how to do the basic thing that gets you moving. And then as you try to, as you run into problems, so I'll just use video for an example because this is what I know. So like pick up your phone and make a fucking video. Doesn't matter what it is. Use CapCut, use iMovie, use whatever. Film a video, get something done, create something. Start working the skill. Even if you have no skill, start working the skill. Okay. And then when you decide you want to do something new, so this happens to me all the time, even now, even now, I just did it like last week. I didn't know how to make my text do the thing where it like zooms in on, on screen, like that you see in all these other clips. I didn't know how to do that. So I Googled it. I figured it out. Now I've just developed my skill a tiny little bit more. I became a little bit better. And so that's what you're going to do. You're going to start out by making a really, 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 really shitty video on your phone. It's going to be awful. It's going to be the worst thing you've ever seen. That's reality because you don't know what you're doing. You don't know what you're doing and that's okay. But as you start to learn, as you start to practice, you're going to figure out what you need to learn And then you can go on the internet and find out that particular information that moves the needle for you in that particular circumstance. And then once you learn that, you're going to figure out another thing that you need to learn. And then you're going to learn that. And then by doing that, you're only learning the things that you actually need to learn. Okay. Because what a lot of people do, as I stated before, is they try to figure out everything. It's like, you don't even know what you need to learn. You don't even know what you need to figure out. So why don't you just start doing the thing? And then along the way, you're going to figure out what you need to figure out, okay? You don't have to master everything because you might not need half of it. This is the problem with college. This is the problem with formal education because they teach you everything, but you're not going to use everything. How much shit do you have? People that have gone to college that are listening to this, I want you to comment below or send me a DM or whatever on Instagram, right? How much shit did you learn in college? that you actually use? What percentage? I guarantee it's less than 50%. Guarantee. Which means you wasted 50% of your time, right? But if you learn a skill from the ground up and you just practice, you only learn what you need to learn. And so it's actually way more efficient and way, and you don't spend, sure you pay with time. You pay with time, certainly. But you don't, but it's way cheaper and it's actually more efficient. And so, and in the meantime, you're actually producing a result, right? Because when you, we'll go back to the video example, when you're putting out videos, like you're building up your portfolio as you go, you're developing the skill and you're building your portfolio and you're only learning what you need to learn to get better and you're not wasting your time. So it makes way more sense to just move, do stuff, get going. And then you, then you have those little breakthroughs along the way and you develop your skill over and over and over again. I want you guys to go back on my videos. 
on my YouTube channel, right? Go back on my YouTube channel and, and just, just go through like maybe every 10 videos, right? Just watch one video, every 10 videos from the way beginning, you can see me learn certain things over time. Like in 2016, that's when I really started to understand how to make music work with videos. And you can see that start to happen in 2017. That's when I started to implement like color grading and whatnot in 2020. That's when I started to start to tell stories. Right. And then you just, it, it didn't all happen overnight. I didn't go to some class and learn everything I need to learn about video and then just start spewing out perfect videos. You can start to see the process. Uh, happening over time. So I want you to do that. That's literally, you can watch me learn the skill of video in real time, starting from 13 years ago to now. And I think that is a very valuable lesson because that should be how you learn every single skill. Okay. I'm going to stop talking about this because we're 25 minutes in and I've only gone through two points or three points. Okay. Step four, whether you're an employee, uh, trying to start a business, whatever, doesn't matter. You should say yes to every single opportunity and figure it out later, right? Because this, this, is, this teaches you how to be resourceful and it teaches you how to handle pressure and how to handle things that you don't know and things you're uncomfortable with. There are so many times where I have said yes to things that I did not know the fucking answer to, but I told myself that I would figure it out and I figured it out, right? And that builds confidence. So you, if you agree with yourself that, and by the way, you don't always have to say yes, uh, down the road. Like once you get to a point where you have so many opportunities that you don't know what to do with yourself, you're not saying yes to every single opportunity. Okay. If I just like now, if I said yes to every single podcast that I got invited on, I would be full time going on podcasts. I can't do it. Right. But you're not in that position. If you're listening to this, you have no skills, you don't know what you're doing. You need to figure it out. Okay. So you're going to say yes to every single person that wants you to perform a skill and whether or not you know how to do it, you're going to say yes and you're going to figure it out and you're still going to deliver and you're still going to, to solve their problem. Even if you don't know how to currently solve it, you're going to figure it out. And like I said, that's going to, that's going to teach you how to handle pressure. That's going to teach you how to be resourceful. That's going to teach you how to develop your skill fast. Um, and it teaches you most importantly that you are capable of basically anything. That's what it teaches you. Because if you can say yes to something that you have no fucking clue what you're doing, but you can figure it out, like it makes you feel invincible. It makes you feel like if I could figure that out, like what else can I figure out? If I can say yes to something that I have no, absolutely no clue what I'm doing, Yet I still figured out, I still pulled it off somehow. What else can I pull off? Is there a limit to this? And what you'll find out is there's not. There's not a limit to this. You just keep pushing. You just keep saying yes to the next big thing that's going to put you outside of your comfort zone. And that's how you grow. Say yes to every major opportunity that's going to put you outside of your comfort zone and make you learn something new. It's only going to make you better. And if you flop and if you fail, that's life sometimes. You, can't, you literally can't win every single time. But if you say yes to everything, 
and you, and you develop the skill of being resourceful and you develop the confidence that you can figure everything out, you're going to figure out a lot more things than you're not going to figure out. And so it's only going to work in your favor. So say yes to every opportunity and figure it out later. Now, moving down the timeline, you have developed a skill, you've performed it, you have social proof that you can do it, you're getting opportunities, you're saying yes to them, now you're making money, okay? This is where the discipline comes in handy and this is where I fucked up the most. The learning the skill part, crushed it. The performing it for free part, crushed it. The saying yes to every opportunity and figure it out later, crushed it. I crushed that. So like, I'm not tooting my own horn. Like I did, I, I've always done good at that. Now let's talk about where I completely fucked up and what fucked me over for so long financially. Point number five, do not buy shit that you can't afford. Don't buy it. This is kind of, I'll say five and six are kind of combined. So let's, let's say five and six at the same time for time's sake. Um, number five is don't buy shit you can't afford. And number six is once you start making money, don't act like it. Okay. Don't buy shit you can't afford. What can you afford? Well, this is kind of the litmus test or the, the rule of thumb for me, uh, when it comes to whether or not I can buy something. If you can't buy it twice, twice in cash, meaning no credit, no financing, no splitting of payments, f- pay it in full in cash twice in a row without thinking about it, meaning it, two purchases in cash of this item does not put a dent in your situation, then you can afford it. That's the general rule of thumb. So if you have, have $5,000 to your name and you want to buy a $1,000 iPhone, can you buy it twice in cash without thinking about it? Probably not because that's 20% of your entire net worth. That's 20%. Oh, sorry. That's, that's, uh, that's, I just, t- I just did a horrible math there. That's, that's, uh, 40% of your entire net worth. I said 5,000, right? Anyway, forget it. You get my point. If you can't buy it twice in cash without blinking an eye, without looking at your bank account to see what's there, you cannot afford it. Okay. So don't buy that shit. I did that. I maxed out my credit card for the camera that I'm currently using right now. In 2018, I maxed out my, I had a $5,000 credit limit and I, I'm sorry, $6,000 credit limit. And I spent all of it on the camera that you see filming me right now. If you're watching on YouTube, spent the entire thing. It took me, it took me until 2022 to pay that off. And it fucked me over. It fucked me over big time. Big mistake. Now, granted, this camera is the reason that I'm sitting here talking to you today, right? So all in all, it was a good investment. But at the time, I couldn't afford it. So I should not have bought it. I already had a camera. It's right behind me on this shelf. I already had a camera. That camera would have done fine. But I wanted that camera. But I couldn't afford it. And so that sent that set me back because there was a period in time where I lost I didn't lose my job I left my job and I had I had trouble getting a new job when I moved to Florida and 
I was in a position where I needed to use, I needed to use credit in order to like eat or to, to, you know, pay my bills or whatever, which is not a good position to be in. I'm not recommending that position at all. Right. Make sure you have income coming in. That's why we talked about the, the first half of this. Um, but I was in that position and guess what? My credit card was maxed out. So don't fucking do that. If you can't, if you can't buy it twice in cash, I couldn't even buy it once in cash and I still bought it. So stupid. So stupid. This is obviously with the exception of a house. I don't expect you to be able to buy a house twice in cash uh, without thinking about it. So yeah, don't buy shit you can't afford. And once you start making more money, don't act like it. Right? So if you start making, if you're 19 years old, let's say, right? And you start making money you are going to have the natural inc- inclination, just like I did, to want to upgrade your lifestyle relative to your income. So if you currently have a real shitty car, like a like a thousand dollar car that is a complete beater and you wear, you know, I don't know, secondhand clothes or you wear clothes from TJ Maxx or whatever, and you start making $60,000 a year, don't start, don't get, go get a new car. Don't start, don't throw out your wardrobe. Don't do any of that. Pretend you don't make any more money. Pretend you don't make, make any more money. Okay. And just start stacking cash and certainly don't go into debt, by the way. I think, I hope that was, was talked about in, in part five and in point five, but don't, don't upgrade your lifestyle yet. Right. You can later. Don't do it yet right? Just because you started making more money doesn't mean you're in that position to do that because you're not, because even if you are making more money and you upgrade your lifestyle, you're still going to be quote unquote making the same amount of money because you live up to your means. You should be living way, way, way below your means as, as low below your means as you possibly can, especially if you're not in a position where you like have a lot of money. Okay. And whatever money you do make, this is point number seven, whatever money you do make, right? Whatever money you have in the bank, whatever money you're sitting on, take that money. Don't invest it in crypto. Don't invest it in stocks. Don't invest, don't invest it in some bullshit that an influencer told you to invest it in. Don't listen to them. I don't care what watch they have. I don't care what car they drive. I don't fucking care. I don't care what they do. Do not listen to them. Okay. I'm going to tell you what to invest it in right now. Your skill set. Go back to step two. Take whatever money you have and increase the value of your skill set. Learn something better. Because now, let's say your skill set currently gets you $100 an hour. Take the, the, the giant stack of cash that you got there and invest it in something that's going to make you $200 an hour. And then you take that stack of cash and you invest it in something that's going to make you $500 an hour. And now you're making money, money. Okay. That's how you do it. So that's my, that's my, that's my practical financial advice for, for young people. I hope you enjoyed it. I hope it was valuable and it's all based off of my own personal experience and a lot of fucking mistakes, a lot of really, really stupid financial decisions. Um, so 
Again, I'm not saying this is how you become a millionaire. I'm not saying how this is you be, this this is how you become a billionaire. What I'm saying is this is how you don't be completely broke. Okay? So if you are completely broke, this is what I just told you is how you do not be broke anymore. Okay? So, go make some money. <laughs>